Welcome to the Cornerstone Vineyard Weekly Message Podcast. We are enthusiastic about all ages pursuing, experiencing, and having an authentic relationship with Jesus, others, and our community. Join us as we open God's Word and seek His direction in our lives. First, we're going to have Anita come up. So Anita's been a little nervous about doing this, so be nice to her, okay? Everybody say, hi, Anita. Hi, Anita. All right, here, Anita, you can come right up here. And she's going to try to do this, and I might have to take over, but she's going to try. Get right up here. There you go. Perfect. Yep, that's good. Hi, my name's Anita. Um, I've been back and forth with my faith since I was a little girl. I accepted Jesus when I was 12 and got baptized at at that time because that's what other people wanted me to do. I didn't really know what it meant, and I did it to please them. As I grew up, I became a prisoner of my own circumstance because of the poor choices I was making. I was relying on God to lead my steps. I was relying on what I thought was right in my own head. I began abusing alcohol and drugs to ease my pain. wasn't trusting that God would and could bring me out of the darkness and into the light. Um, In 2014, I lost my job, my house, and my kids as a result of my own drug addiction. It was at that time, at that moment when I knew I needed to, needed a savior and couldn't recover on my own. However, I continued to abuse alcohol for three more years after this and suffered a stroke at the age of 44, and again, um, another stroke a year later. Because of this, because of the grace of God, I've been giving, been given a second, third, and multiple chances. Jesus has completely delivered me from drugs and alcohol and has restored my faith and trust in him. I began attending Celebrate Recovery last year, and since then he has helped me to offer forgiveness and 
make amends to those I have hurt. I now have a relationship with my daughter and grandkids after four years of not talking, and that makes my heart so happy. He has also helped me to quit smoking, and I am one year smoke-free. And most importantly, and most importantly, I survived a suicide attempt, two strokes, and I am on dialysis for kidney failure and was just recently placed on the kidney transplant list. He definitely saved my life. I've rededicated my life to Jesus and I and I'm truly letting him lead me. Psalms 103, 2 through 3 says, Praise the Lord, O Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all you, your sins and heals all your disease. So today, I choose to be baptized and take that next important step towards healing and wholeness. Man, that's awesome. Uh, well, Kenny's coming up. I, I love this service because, we, man, y'all, if you don't know Jesus, we're going we're gonna to talk about a lot, a lot today, but he is a restorer, a repairer, and a renewer. And the reality of what Anita has gone through is not short of a miracle of what God has done. And so I'm super excited. We just give God credit for all that. So, hey, this is Kenny. Everybody say, hey, Kenny. Hey. Hello, everybody. Once again, my name is Kenny. Uh, before I came a follower of Jesus Christ, I really struggled with lust, images, and other inappropriate things online. This summer, I went to church camp with my best buddies, my old youth pastor. And that whole week, I felt like I felt God like never before, through worship and small group time. And after that experience, I was actively chasing the Lord and actively repenting of my sins and spending time in Scripture. So my motivation for being baptized is I've been going back to my old sinful ways and struggling to repent. Over the last few days, it hit me hard that this path is not okay. And I, need to, I need to make real permanent changes in my life. And I, I think Jesus is the key to that, and I'm all in. All right, all right. Before you go. So you're, what, a freshman in high school? Yeah. So, like, I love the fact that God captures the hearts of people um, no matter what age they are. Um, and I love the fact that Kenny, um, I, I've gotten, if y'all have not seen Kenny around, he is one of the most servant-minded people that we have at the church. Uh, he will be here. He was shoveling snow earlier today. Um, and I know a lot of that is just because he's being transformed by God. And so I'm super excited to kind of celebrate Kenny's transformation today. So give it up for him again. All right. Everybody, this is Bryce. Everybody say, hey, Bryce. Hey, Bryce. There you Hi, go. everybody. I'm Bryce. Um, as a child, I got a good foundation of faith attending church with my parents and grandparents. But as I grew older, fewer and fewer friends still held to their faith. And instead of digging in my feet and trying to reel them in, I let myself drift out with them. And I still said I was Christian, but I definitely wasn't living that way. I was unmotivated and kind of directionless. 
But when I was 25, my now wife came back into my life and her faith started a spark in me, but it didn't really get me that full drive and commitment that I should have had to chase God. Mm. I worked third shifts, and so I was getting off late in the morning and didn't want to stay up to go to church because then it was harder to get up to go to work that night. Mm. And with that, but over time with finding a closer church, Michaela continuing to urge me to go, and eventually getting moved to first shift at work, we make sure we're here every Sunday as long as we're not sick and struggling to move. Um, my drive to attend was there, but I wasn't fully feeling that drive to chase God. But in August, our oldest really wanted to go visit friends and family, so we packed up and left. And while we were gone, our house had an electrical fire and kind of reshuffled everything. Um, looking back, I really feel like that was Jesus just telling me to let go of the past and to start chasing him and to really maybe kick up that fire in me to chase him. Um, he wanted to break me so I could rebuild with him at the core and him as a proper focus. And since then, I feel like I do a lot better with my kids and I can accomplish a lot more with the deeper focus on Jesus and God. So I'm here to be baptized to recognize that commitment and to continue that drive so my kids can know Jesus and see him through me. Awesome. Amen. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Good stuff. All right, this is Mike. Everybody say, hey, Mike. Yo, that's me. I'm Matt Foreman. How's Stop it going? It. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Some of you don't know, I used to be a Christian rapper back in the day. So. That was so spot on. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Got, got pound right, gangsters. Go <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> but I've always had Jesus in my life. Um, I gave my life to him at a very young age. Um, in high school, I met this human being right here. Um, and while attending Vineyard, like my dream of becoming um, like a pastor, coming close to God, like I was, I was going about that every day of my life, and um, I was helping others, and that's pretty much all I focused on. Um, after high school, I continued to serve uh, in the church, went over to, to Grape Road Vineyard, um, and I co-coordinated the youth ministries there. Um, and after some like personal struggles. Um, and a really bad breakup with my fiance at the time. Um, I kind of felt like I had no one, and uh, no one cared about me. And honestly, I felt like I couldn't trust anybody. Um, looking back, I subconsciously kind of put God under that umbrella. Um, I, don't, I never, like, I never stopped my mission of of, of following Him and and doing the things he, that He was calling me to. Um, but I just felt like I couldn't step inside of a church. I, I felt like that wasn't part of what I was supposed to do anymore. Um, but my personal relationship with Jesus, like I said, it, it was gone. Um, and over time, depression, anxiety, all kind of sat in, and I kind of self-medicated with partying and focusing on what I would like to call non-helpful, healthy things. <laughs> um, I felt like I couldn't, like I said, I felt like I couldn't be at a church anymore. Um, and if I went, like, I would go to with my parents sometimes um, to other churches, and I used to go to another church, too, and I, I just felt like, you know, like it was missing, something was missing, and I, I just, like, I couldn't even bring myself to, to like, do worship. I mean, even since I've been here, like, I, I during all these songs, like, today, I, 
I can move, stomp my foot. So hey, thanks God. Yeah, come on. And, yeah, you can, you can, you can clap. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's yeah, that's, that's more than I've done in in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's really just started in the past couple of weeks. Um, but what kind of led me to get, to come back to church and really realizing that like I need God was um, I graduated high school uh, when I was supposed to, but um, I tried going to college. I pretty much flunked out. Thought I ruined my life. Decided to go back. Somehow I've graduated three times now and have a master's degree. Yeah, come so, on. Yeah, baby, come on. Yeah, I was sitting at uh, Notre Dame for the IUSB uh, graduation in May, and I was pretty much crying the entire time because mm -hmm. I was like, God, I need you. Yeah. You got me here. You brought me here, and I haven't said anything to thank you mm -hmm. since I was probably 21, and I'm 28 years old. <laughs> but... Since, since I've been coming back here and uh, since Matt started talking about the baptism thing, I, every bone on my body said, ah, nah, you don't need that. You, don't, you shouldn't do that, including the drive here today. You should text Matt and tell him, no, you're not going to do it. But I know that's the enemy, and I know it's the other side telling me that I shouldn't do it, when in reality I know God wants me here. God wants yeah. me on this stage telling you guys my story and jumping into that, I'm sure, a little bit cold water. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm here to, to get baptized and wash those burdens off of me because I don't need that anymore. Amen. Amen. So some of you know I was a former youth pastor, so it's so, so cool when you like, get to like, see your, your students uh, then like, you know, get married and have kids and all kind of stuff, and, or they go into off into careers and those kind of things. But it's also really cool, because some of you probably had that similar experience where like, the reality of your life, you were tracking with God, and then all of a sudden you stop tracking with God, and God then pull. You know God's a pursuer? He pursues you. And so I love the fact that um, God never gave up, Mike. He never gave up, man. And I love the fact that you're pressing back in, man. Um, and so that, that does a former youth pastor's heart real good.
I felt a knot in the pit of my stomach. I felt Jesus telling me I needed to do something. It was then I decided to rededicate my life to Jesus. I am by far no means perfect, but now I can honestly say I am working towards being the woman God has intended me to. I finally feel like I understand what it meant to do time with Jesus. It's hard, but at the end of the day, I finally feel free and content with the life I've started living. All right, I love it. I love that last line. Uh, man, Jesus sets us free, y'all. Um, and it's good news. It's good news. So uh, this next testimony, uh, we're actually going to bring a picture up on the screen. This is uh, Susie. And so uh, she actually has some medical issues, so she's not able to come up on the stage. So I'm going to actually read her testimony uh, this morning. And so I wanted you to actually see her face, all right, this morning, all right? Uh, here's, her, here's Susie's testimony. Before I became a follower of Christ, I was angry, demanding, showed little compassion with people, especially my kids, expecting them to be perfect while knowing I haven't been and I'm not perfect myself. I found myself being frequently jealous of people, often because they had more than I did or were better at things than I was. When I was eight or nine years old, I would go to church with my grandmother and would feel such comfort being there. I would read a small Bible I had and read about Jesus, wondering what this man was all about. I recently started attending a Bible study where I live and realized my need for a savior. I asked Jesus to be my Lord and Savior this September while I was at home. Since my commitment to Christ, I'm experiencing more patience with people, becoming more friendly and outgoing. I now pray and read my Bible on a daily basis. Yes. And what I love about Susie's testimony is that uh, there's, some, there's some folks here that uh, are part of uh, a, a housing area here in town. And these people, man, they love Jesus. And they're like doing this Bible study. And like somebody literally came to Jesus. So by the way, if you're not in a, in a, in a small group, you should be in, and you should invite people who don't know Jesus into your small group. Um, because holy cow, like this is, uh, this is a, an absolute testimony of what God can do in uh, just a simple Bible study. So way to go, all you amazing people doing great things in the midst of that. So, all right.
wise counsel and quite literally spent so much of her time and money in making sure I was taken care of and assuring that my documents were filed properly always. His love reignited that faith that I remember having as a child. I knew as a child in Catholic school that I needed a savior. <clears throat> I just didn't truly understand what having a relationship with that very same savior actually meant. I am so much more in love with Christ now because he didn't care how long I wandered or wondering and I was questioning. He reached down and delivered me in a situation where others would otherwise have given up hope. His saving me in that situation was already promised. But thankfully, he allowed me to experience it, to draw me closer as I ran from him for all, or as I ran to him for all my salvation. I am now truly following the Lord and his lead. I believe, and I believe I'm living and working in my purpose now. Of course, I require so much work still. But here I stand actively and with a heart full of joy announcing to the world that I am rededicating, revamping, reorganizing, well, re-enrolling, and forever re-enlisting my life for the army of God as a blessed and by his grace made worthy soldier for Christ. And I thank the Father. Amen. Amen. I love it. Your mom's in the back, right? Your mom's back there. There's my mom back there, actually. Mom, mom's back there, by the way. Mommy, mom. can you please stand up? Mama. Come on, Mom. <laughs> mom, he wants you to stand. There you go. Thank you, Mama. All right. I'm going to read it. Okay. All right, and then uh, CJ's going to read Alex's text to you. Say hi. Just wave. Just wave. <laughs> This is my beautiful son. This is my Alec, Kelechi Walker. He is five years old now. His birthday was on July 19th, right? I said, okay, what did we write? Look, let's look at it, show me. So I went to church with my mom and my Nana sometimes before your dad would come home for work. Mm -hmm. Your dad is Nigerian and you have a Nigerian name. What does Kelechi mean? You can't remember? <laughs> Kelechi means thank God. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I come from a family of believers in Christ, and I've been learning about Yeshua for a long time. I found out Christ was a superhero, and that he died for the whole world to save everyone. This made me feel sad for Jesus dying, but good for everyone who would accept him so they could be saved, and me too. Ever since my first time talking to God at church, I felt like I was at home. And now I talk to Jesus, or Yeshua, the Lord, every morning and sometimes at night before bed. And you love God, right? Amen. Uh, I often say uh, when we actually get to baptize a, a, a child that uh, there's no junior Holy Spirit. And so God, oh, I'm getting emotional. God can have an impact on a child's life. Um, it doesn't mean that like they've got to hit an age, right? Some of you probably would wish that when you were five years old, God would have captured your heart. Um, and so I'm, I'm grateful that we get to baptize Alec today as well. So, Thanks for joining us this week. We pray that you are challenged and blessed by this message and that you find application for it in your life as God leads you through this week. 
For more information about us, please visit our website at cornerstonevineyard.church.